0: Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. It's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Pamela Mims, the owner of Mims Business Consulting. Pamela, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Ale. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm doing really well. Thank you. You know, one of the questions I get from attorneys all the time uh, when they think about growing their law firm is they say, you know, they ask me, so Ale, how do I streamline my daily activities so I can take on more clients and cases?
1: That would be spending less time on administrative tasks. Okay. And administrative tasks, having systems in place and documenting your steps as far as tasks and processes.
0: So less time in administration, having systems, and then documenting uh, the steps that you take. So as far as spending less time in admin, how do they do that?
1: Well, for one thing is taking advantage of technology and automation, having a good uh, case management software. You have uh, systems in place to where your tasks are documented by Uh, step-by-step processes or having forms, templates, checklists in place, and you're able to have your staff work on a consistent basis by having these, um, excuse me, these forms and templates and checklists in place by following a process to where it's consistent every single time as far as the outcome and how your firm's reputation, always saying it's your signature method as far as how things turn out because it's consistent. Yeah,
0: you know, I think that's a terrific point is that not only uh, does implementing processes in your firm and checklists, uh, not only will that reduce the amount of time that you spend on the day-to-day tasks, but it also increases quality. And you know, like I say, um, I, I'm a huge fan of process. One of the things I like to say to my clients is, uh, you know, for a firm, when you have a great team, a good process will keep them performing well, even when they're having a bad day. And we all have bad days from time to time. So I love that approach. What are some of the things, you know, when you're working with a client uh, who reaches out and says, Pamela, you know, I really want you to come in and help me out and help me streamline my operations. Um, What are the, some of the things that you are looking for when you walk into that office, whether it's physically or virtually?
1: One of the main things I look uh, for is what's slipping through the cracks. What is keeping you awake at night? If you feel there's a, did, you know, did I, did I calendar the, or, or did I, I need to make that call to someone, or I need to do this, or I need to do that. I look at that to find out why is that keeping you awake at night, or why is it slipping through the cracks, and come up with a system in place that works for you, for how you work, how you think, and, Again, having a uh, checklist and forms and stuff like that in place. But I mainly look for what's slipping through the cracks, what's unbillable time. Are you spending time on tasks that is not billable time and that's wasting money, <laughs> throwing money away? Yeah. Um, but that's what I really look for is to find out what's slipping through the cracks and what are you wasting time on and what processes or, or no, no do you have processes in place?
0: And, and what can attorneys do to see and, and to discover what's slipping through the cracks?
1: Biggest um, clue as far as are you wasting time looking for things? Are you wasting billable time doing uh, administrative tasks, things that can be done by an admin or virtual assistant automated? Uh, it just it look I look at mainly what are you wasting time on? Your billable time.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that. And attorney entrepreneurs, as you're listening, you've probably heard me say this before. I believe the time is your most precious asset. You can't get more of it. We all have the same amount of time in a day. So you can't get more time. You can't save it up. Every second that ticks by is is gone forever. You're stuck with what you have. And the more that you can get out of that specific hour or eight hours or 24 hours, uh, the better your life can be and the more rewarding your life can be. Exactly. Exactly. And so, Pamela, paint me a picture. You know, when you walk into a law office, what's what's a clear sign that there's uh, that that this particular attorney could benefit from your services?
1: Files and documents and papers all over the office, stacks and mounds of files, doc- loose documents that have not been filed. A big uh, tray uh, inbox. Excuse me, an inbox. almost a half a mile high with filing to be done because I look at that and the attorney should not be filing. That's wasting time. And if they have an assistant, what's going on with the assistant to where the assistant doesn't have the time to help with that filing? So I look at a lot of little clues, especially piles and stacks of paper. That tells a whole lot right
0: there as far as they're, they need some help. And you were telling me you found all sorts of stuff in there. So uh, what tell, tell the audience, what are some of the things that you have actually found buried in those stacks as you were walking into these offices?
1: I have had two separate clients, one attorney to where I found several trust checks that needed to be or, or uh, checks that needed to be deposited in the trust account. And they were buried on the desk he couldn't find them because of all of the disarray of everything. And so we had to, I, I came up with a system to eliminate that problem of where the checks even ended up in his office. We had a foolproof system <laughs> to where <laughs> they didn't even going in, in, in his office. And I had another client that, that helped just really uh, hated dealing with mail. And I found $37,000 worth of cash checks. So, and that was a person that also had piles. Uh, they were actually home-based, but uh, piles of um, documents, papers, files.
0: Yeah. And, you know, attorney entrepreneurs, as you're listening to this, it may sound kind of far-fetched. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, you know, who would not be able to actually collect all those checks and open all those checks? And yes, I know most of the time that's not an issue, but sometimes you just get buried with work. And if you don't have a system, things just start piling up. When things are going crazy in the office, and things are going crazy at home, a system is what can keep you of you know can maintain order in your office. Without it, it might devolve into total chaos, like uh, like what Pamela's experienced. And I think that's what you do, right, Pamela? Is uh, you bring order to chaos?
1: I bring order to chaos, and I I, again, I look at why the office is in the situation that it's in why there's um, piles on the floor. (laughs) Um, Do you need items archived? Are they old or is it current cases? And I've seen it all. I've seen it all.
0: Yeah. And, and the physical world has been very interesting for that. I know you've done that for a long time. Tell me a little bit about how you're seeing similar things um, with, with, you know, people looking for things multiple times Um, people rewriting things multiple times, copying, pasting. Tell me a little bit about how that has continued from the physical world now into the digital world.
1: Yes, well, in the digital world, there are, I have had clients to where the digital files are disorganized. Staff is even having trouble finding documents because people tend to name documents the way they want to name it. And it's hard for others to find the document because it's not named the way they would name it. So we come up with a system to where we have a file, standard file naming procedure so that everybody follows it, organize the digital files and have it to where it's easily accessible and easy to find. Because even with the search method, it was sometimes people could not find a document simply by the way it was named. So we're facing a lot of that as far as a file, a digital file organization. And um, still there's people, again, that love paper. And you have a lot of old school that just loves to work that way and don't want to embrace as far as uh, some of the new ways of the new normal now. So yes, going in and finding that,
0: You know, some of us have been born and brought up on paper and we actually think better when we write things out on paper. Um, And it's interesting balancing that with the learning curve associated with going digital. But uh, you raised a great point. And I want to make sure I reemphasize it to the attorney entrepreneurs that are listening. Even if you're a solo, you need to have a filing system in place. And the reason for that is you may not be a solo forever, Um, or you may bring in staff. And when you do that, You want to make sure that you don't have to go back through all of your documents and rename them all so that your staff can find them for (laughs) you. It's better off to just start it off with you. That way, as you add staff, uh, even if it's your first staff or you bring on even your first attorney, that they are able to find things for you for legacy cases. That's why it's really important to have a filing system in place. Thank Pamela. Thank you for bringing that point up. So what's the number one action a solo or small firm can take? to deliver consistent and exceptional performance.
1: Okay. I feel in the best thing that we always recommend is having your firm systemized, having, as I explained, having systems in place, having automated workflows, but systemization as far as your processes, your tasks documented to where you're having a repeatable and consistent action. So, Having that same, uh, I love the workflow, uh, the workstation manuals, which has your workflows in it, but it's a step by step guide as far as how to do a certain process. And having in that workstation manual, you should have your forms, your checklists, and um, any type of thing that where you need to repeat a certain action and have that in the workstation manual so that you don't have to train people over and over again. We
0: need to dig into that because the, uh, you know, the attorney entrepreneurs that are listening may not be familiar with the term. So what is a workstation manual?
1: A workstation manual is at your desk or however, what the way your process is how you work. It could be a legal assistant. I'll use a legal assistant, whatever task that legal assistant does as far as from the inception of a case, if it's even the receptionist, how the receptionist intakes the call, do you have an intake process and procedure that you have in place? Have that documented so that if someone needs to step in, they have a step-by-step guide and samples, like I said, of the templates, checklists, and and the checklist is really to really check off everything that you need to do. But uh, those processes are documented step by step. So a person will know what to do. And that eliminates a lot of training and it makes your firm scalable also because you have these systems in place in the workstation, man.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds really great in theory. And I can hear uh, some of my listeners pushing back on that a little bit. And they might be saying things like, oh my God, that sounds like a ton of work. Who has the time to write up procedures for everything that's done in the office for every person in the office? How do you deal with those kinds of things?
1: I get that. And we provide um, a, a sample or an actual template to, to give the client so that they have a guide to where that staff person is to put in there the tools that are needed, the steps that are taken. Yes, I agree. It does take time. But with this form and template, it gives it a guide, makes it a little bit more simpler. And it's just, it is you have to invest the time in it, but it's so worth it because down the line, it becomes so valuable.
0: I totally agree. And I I love what you said there, Pamela, because so for those of you that think it's too much work, there's two things Pamela suggests. One is you can bring in a consultant like her to take some of the heavy lifting off, off your shoulders. And two, you can have your staff and attorneys actually write down their own procedures for you and create their own checklist. I see this all the time when I'm working with law firms, the the managing attorney feels like somehow they should be writing up all the procedures for the entire firm, but really that's not the way it should be done. Right, Pamela?
1: That is correct. You should have. Now I will, I will say one thing that where if let's say the attorney, the uh, senior partner or the attorney has a certain way they want, I'll say a motion done. There's a, their signature way. Now that particular uh, attorney should have a sample of this is how I want it done. This is how let's document it to where this is the way it's done. However, if it's where the other staff, they, they will document themselves because they have this form or this template that I will provide them with, or I will sit down and do it with the person. Um, that they can just fill it in themselves and then have samples. And we also provide to where, short video clips as far as how to do a certain process. And that would be uh, supplied with a digital file so that you, of course, can click click on the instruction video. And they're very short clips. As Terrific. Far as this is Terrific. What do.
0: And so then the follow-up question to all of this is, let's say you were able to work with the client and put all this in place. How do you? How does your client ensure that the um, instructions are being followed and the manual is being followed?
1: Well, you will know as far as if things slip up and <laughs> <You're>
0: <laughs> really missing,
1: and, and there's a mistake made or or a document was missed uh, sending to a client. You you'll know by again something slipping through the cracks. And uh, but pretty much if you definitely if you have that checklist in place to where it's to check off each single step there shouldn't be a problem at all long as that checklist is created and uh, the steps are taken it shouldn't happen but if it does that means someone's not looking at it or, or following because you do I'm not follow it yeah resist resistance to where people think my way has always worked but it's you're prone for mistakes to happen without something like that in place
0: yeah, your way has always worked when you don't make any mistakes and when you're having you know a, a normal day. But when you're having a bad day, uh, or things are totally nuts in the office, or heaven forbid, you're out of the office because you're you know indisposed exactly. for some reason. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's, so, that's what
1: I always look at. Is if the, my main stressor as far as about a workstation manual, in case someone is out or if they get sick, if they're unconscious and they can't talk to you on the phone you know, and someone think, what What do I do? How do I, how do, I do this? Having that in place, that step-by-step, uh, someone can just step right in and, you know, go ahead with the task.
0: And that's really important for, you know, the attorney entrepreneurs that are looking to grow their firms, because if you're looking to grow your firm, you need everyone to do their jobs and you're going to need to hire more people. And so the faster that the new people can get into the firm and become productive and be doing a high quality job, That's what's going to put uh, the lever in place, or that's going to be the lever that you need to really grow your firm. So, if you're listening to this, think about uh, think about systems, putting those in place. Think about checklists. Think about quality control. Um, Pamela, I know you you work with clients all over the country. Um, What's a good size law firm uh, for you?
1: Solo to mid size, or up to about ten attorneys um, and staff, but Definitely, I get a lot of um, small, okay. small very solo, maybe yeah. three attorneys.
0: So solos and and up to uh, maybe about ten attorneys and staff. Yes, that sounds sounds yes. really good. Great, and Pamela, if if you uh, are listening to this and you want to talk to Pamela, Pamela, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: The best way is through my website, which is mimsbusinessconsulting.com. dot Or simply Pamela Mims, M I M S
0: dot com. Pamela, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Everyone that's Pamela Mims, owner of Mims Business Consulting, she has an awesome tagline, which is, You do law, we do order. Pamela, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Alej Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.